This is a podcast by the Business Times. Providing financial support for their parents and how that is hampering their own financial achievements. That is my biggest worry. And that is something that the sandwich generation should really look at. How do they plan going forward? What are the key considerations that they should make when it comes to setting aside enough money for their parents and ensuring that they are putting aside money for their children's future as well because they are right now stuck in between their parents and their children and they really need to consider some of these aspects as well. And of course, most importantly, also to think about their own retirement and what they should really do to achieve those goals in the longer term. Contrary to popular belief, being part of the sandwich generation has nothing to do with your age. If you currently have at least one child who's dependent on you financially and at least one aging parent who may also require financial support, you're in what's known as the sandwich generation. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times, where we explore useful financial tips to help you on your money managing and wealth growing journey. I'm your host, Howie Lim, and today, the sandwich generation, how the pandemic has affected them and what they can do now to get their retirement savings back on track while taking care of mom and dad, their kids and themselves. Broadly speaking, the sandwich generation refers to the group of adults aged between 40 and 60 here in Singapore, and multi-generational needs have become more pressing amid the COVID-19 pandemic, adding to the stress for those who are caught in the middle. We're also getting insights from Elson Goh, Head of Asia Portfolio Management at St. James's Place, which recently released a rather meaty survey, a generation under pressure, Asia's sandwich class. Some of the findings were within expectations that 60% of the people surveyed feel that it is their duty to support their parents financially however they can, and that taking care of the elders is seen as a virtue, especially in Asian societies like Singapore. But the survey did cough up some surprising statistics as well. What has surprised me slightly, 64% of the people surveyed feel that providing financial support for their parents is hampering their own financial achievements. As a result, this is reducing their ability to save for their retirement and also for their children's future. And this is considered quite a worrying figure as they are feeling stressed about their financial plans. And these are also the same group of people who will understand the importance of financial planning as they will be concerned with both saving for their children's future and also caring for their parents. And this is likely to put stress on their financial plans. And with that, this is why 90% of the people surveyed feels that they are more likely to seek financial advice before making important decisions. Before one considers getting professional financial advice, there may be are things the sandwich generation or Gen S, as they've come to be called, can do. After all, there are some considerations unique to this group, the burdens that this demographic faces that need to be addressed. They tend to spend more than they save and are less likely to make investments for the future. And it seems two-thirds of participants surveyed by St. James's Place lack the understanding of how to manage intergenerational wealth transfer. And also with all things, one cannot chart where one would like to go before figuring out where one is at the moment. So before we get a planning, what do we have so far? Are we also part of the club sandwich generation, which means needing to take care of aging grandparents as well? And what do we need to plan for? And are there steps one through whatever we can take? For the sandwich generation, I would say that planning for their own retirement and keeping aside enough savings for their parents' needs is important. And with that, they really have to think hard about making their money work harder for them. But what is also important for the sandwich generation is really to look into legacy planning 
and leaving enough for their children when they are not around so that their children would not end up in a similar stressful situation. Having that conversation with a professional financial advisor is going to give them a bit more clarity about their financial objectives, what they want to achieve for the longer term and what they should do to work towards that long-term objective in their financial planning needs. Of course, macroeconomics and market conditions play a part when it comes to financial planning. We've all been impacted by the pandemic in one way, shape or form, so the sandwich generation hasn't been spared either. The loss of jobs and job insecurity has added even more pressure to savings as many dip into their emergency fund just to get by. So that in a way will slow down the rate of saving for the sandwich generation. And of course, that could lead to higher stress and concerns with not being able to meet their retirement goals, caring for their parents and to prepare for their children's future. Plus, with the recent global issues, for example, Ukraine and Russia crisis and high inflation leading to a rise in price of goods and higher spending required, higher cost of living as a result of that, the sandwich generation will need to look into factoring inflation in their financial planning needs for the longer term. Therefore, they will have to ensure that they are making their money work harder for them in order to beat inflation. And how can we forget inflation? which has been dominating headlines for some time now. It's June 2022, and many territories are working together with their central banks to try and tackle this cost-of-living crisis that's sweeping the globe. And the sandwich generation has been badly affected as well. If you look at the cost of goods, they are getting higher. Cost of living in Singapore is also getting higher as well. And the amount that they set aside for regular spending may change and increase, and that will lead to lower savings. So if they are saving lesser, then they have to ensure that what they have saved are working harder for them, meaning to let their money work harder for them. This quote from Benjamin Franklin, money makes money, and the money that makes money makes more money. So investing for the longer term is key, and that will help them to reach their long-term financial goals. I think it's very important to focus on setting priorities and then setting out a long-term financial plan and then really sticking to it. So there might be short-term sacrifices that they might have to make and they have to consider the importance of planning for their long-term financial needs. So they really have to think hard about how best to go about in terms of investing and what portfolios suits them to help them achieve their goals for the longer term. So with that, seeking professional financial advice is the best way going forward, which 90% of the sandwich generation highlighted as what they will do when it comes to important financial decisions. Still to come. Emotions play a big part, not just for the sandwich generation, but everyone else as well. Emotions tend to deviate us away from our long-term investment goals. And because of emotions, we may make the wrong decisions at the wrong time as well. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. We've been exploring the financial situation the sandwich generation is in, thanks to the pandemic and current market conditions, and how they can get back in financial shape. We all know the benefits of investing, but you need to know what you're doing. So what to do now to hedge against all these headwinds like inflation and other possible doomsday events such as the pandemic? On a high level, what's really important is that we should really consider firstly the impact of inflation on cash holdings. So it's important not to park too much cash to set aside and that is likely to erode in value with inflation. So with that, investing is key and to ensure that their money works harder for them. And when you talk about a percentage of the portfolios, what they should go into and why, I would say that 
equity allocation in portfolio is essential to long-term capital growth. And a key reason is that companies are driven to make profits and also to ensure that their earnings are growing year on year. And that is why equities are considered as an asset and they tend to rise in value over the longer term. Now, the next question here is then what should be the allocation to equities within your portfolio? Supply chain pressures as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine has also intensified the impact of inflation, really making it much more difficult for people to keep calm and stay the course. But panic and desperation will only make things that much worse. So always go back to knowing what the plan is and what your risk appetite is like. Investors should be mindful or they need to understand how much is right for their risk appetite and seeking advice will be essential. And since we are on portfolios, I will also emphasize on the importance of diversification as that will help manage risk and deliver a much more consistent return over the longer term. When it comes to investing, a lot of people will need to understand the difference between investing and speculating as well. What is it that they want to achieve with their money and what is the time horizon that they have? And when we talk about diversification, it's very much about risk management as well, thinking about not taking concentrated bets. So for example, cryptocurrency could go up by a big margin on a daily basis. And what you want to do is really avoid that kind of risk with your whole pot of money and really to spread that pot of money that you have across various asset classes. And when we talk about various asset classes, there's a lot out there. You could talk about equities, you could talk about bonds. And within equities, there could be a lot of the very much regional focused equities as well. There could be different sectors that you need to invest in. Bonds as well, there's different grades of bonds. So it's very important that when your portfolios are diversified, you will not really consider too much about the maximum drawdown of your portfolios. You will think about the long-term investment objective that you have. So with proper diversification, that's going to help to remove that emotion with your investments. And it's also very important to get professional financial advice because the financial advisor is there to really help you to think about concentrating on your long-term investment goals and to ensure that your emotions doesn't deviate you away from the long-term financial goals that you have set yourself. Newly minted Deputy Prime Minister and still Finance Minister Lawrence Wong had addressed the concerns of the sandwich generation in his budget speech in February 2022 saying their tax burden is significantly lower than what it is for their equivalent in most other cities. He added that for the relatively low amount of taxes the sandwich generation pays, they get to enjoy many benefits in Singapore. However, economists see inflation staying elevated through 2023 for Singapore. With inflation, yes, it could go down, we never know, but it will still remain as a positive figure. And we really need to think about what to do with our portfolios to really hedge against inflation risk. And equities by itself is a key driver to long-term growth. But at the same time, equities is also a good allocation within your portfolios to hedge against inflation risk because companies are driven to make profits and they are also driven to ensure that they could pass on rising costs to end consumers as well. And with that, it's going to be reflected in their earnings and then in their share prices. So it's important that when we look at our portfolio allocation, when we consider inflation or positioning for the longer term, the key question here is how do you diversify across various asset classes according to your risk appetite and how much equity allocation should you take as well? 
there are many different alternatives out there in the market that we could look at with regards to hedging against inflation. You could talk about property, you could talk about commodities as well. But some of these asset classes could be quite volatile in nature. And of course, you need to think about how best to allocate them within your portfolios, what's the maximum allocation that you should have within your portfolios over the longer term. At least itself is a good hedge and we should keep it as a primary asset within their portfolios. Financial independence and stability is a journey, and for some, one fraught with more uncertainty and uphill climbs than others. That is something that the sandwich generation should really look at. How do they plan going forward? What are the key considerations that they should make when it comes to setting aside enough money for their parents and ensuring that they are putting aside money for their children's future as well because they are right now stuck in between their parents and their children and they really need to consider some of these aspects as well. And of course, most importantly, also to think about their own retirement and what they should really do to achieve those goals in the longer term. Thanks to Elson Goh, Head of Asia Portfolio Management at St. James's Place, which recently released the survey A Generation Under Pressure, Asia Sandwich Class. Join us next week as we look at the benefits of Forex, given it's the most liquid and largest financial market in the world. This has been Money Hacks. I'm Howie Lim. Till next time. That was a podcast by The Business Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Do note, all analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast are for your general information only. You should not rely on them in making any decision please consult a fully qualified financial advisor or professional expert for independent advice and verification. To the fullest extent permitted by law, SPH Media shall not be liable for any loss arising from the use of or reliance on any analyses, opinions, recommendations, and other information in this podcast. SPH Media accepts no responsibility or liability whatsoever that may result or arise from the products, services, or information of any third parties.